1: From just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Through 25 seasons. Hey!
2: 4,561 episodes. I believe the Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world.
3: I really never thought of it that way.
2: The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I'm
4: missing so terribly, I miss him every single minute.
2: The LOLs. You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Their feud has been brewing since childhood. Last year, during a family trip, things got so bad, they came to actual blows. Their father had to pull them apart. Bobby and Robin are sisters, but they barely speak. Robin says the sound of Bobby's voice makes her sick. Nicole, their younger sister, Peter, their little brother, say enough is enough. Nicole wrote to us in hopes that we could help bring her sisters back together. Their father, Peter Sr., is also here. If you have conflicts within your family, and let me just say, who doesn't, this show will give you a whole new way to deal with them. It could save you years and years of pain. Mark Bryan says he wrote this book, Codes of Love, How to Rethink Your Family and Remake Your Life, because he used to hate his own family. He stayed away from them for over 10 years. And throughout the show, Mark is going to be telling us how he changed all that, and how you can too. So we're not here just to have, because you know you can watch one of those other shows where people throw chairs and, um, (laughs) and and feud, and they bring out surprise family members you haven't seen in a long time. That's not what we're going to do. We're here to try to resolve it, and for the millions of you who are also separated from your family, to try to bring back some sense of code of love that you once had, memories of that. Earlier this week, Mark heard both sides of this family speak. Feud starting with Bobby, Nicole and Peter.
5: At different times Robin has stopped speaking to each of us. she has low self-esteem and um, she whenever an argument comes up, um, she t- says to me that I, I think I'm better than everybody else and that I'm a goody-goody and, and this type of, of stuff, which of course upsets me Last week I went out for
4: lunch with Robin and a few of our cousins, the bridesmaids kind of thing for Robin's wedding to discuss things and I just felt that, you know, Bobby should have been involved in that. It would have been, you know, more of a total
5: package. I'm to the point now where it's like, okay, you go ahead and behave that way. I'm not going to let it bug me. I have tried to contact Robin and she um, has my number blocked.
2: She has your number blocked.
4: I live in the country. You can't do that on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I don't have her number blocked. And I have an answering machine, and I've never had
2: any messages left. Mark spent time with Robin to hear her version.
4: I've always felt like the black sheep. Um, I always felt like fingers were always pointed at me. Um, I always felt like a troublemaker. I've been accused of being over-emotional. I've been accused of being sleazy. I've been accused of being slutty. I've been accused of basically everything out there. Um, in particular with my sister Bobby, I've, I always felt like I was compared to her. I always felt like I had to live up to her, my parents' expectations of the expectations that she set.
6: What are the three happiest moments of your life?
4: They don't include my family. Or, well, my, my parents were there when my daughter was born. That was one of the happiest moments of my life. My dad was there when I graduated. I guess that was another happy moment. <laughs> the day I moved out was the happiest moment of my life. And I honestly, truly, with all my heart, believe that was the best thing I ever did because I've come so far since.
6: If you could go back in time, what would you change?
4: I would, I would change. I would put myself with a different family.
2: <laughs> but you can't do that. No. <clears throat> so Mark says that there are four basic steps to help you reframe, reconnect with your family. And they are?
6: The first is remember what are the good things so many times in today's psychology we're looking at you know the bad things that what did my parents do that messed me up i want to look back at what's the pleasant things what are the strengths and the uh, and the love and the loyalty that i've been given for these 25 50 however old we are those years the second one is we want to reflect on that we want to see what's my part in this dynamic in my family when am i at fault and also i don't i want to end the blame and the labeling you know, uh, she's the black sheep, she's the she's the goody two-shoes, she's been labeled too by other members of her family as the goody two-shoes. We want to be out of those labels. So we want to reflect on that, what our part is and what's the larger picture of our family.
2: Because often if you're labeled early, you just sort of follow that pattern.
6: Absolutely. Yes. Can I yeah.
5: say something? I have never told Robin she's slutty. I've never used those words that she used on her. I'm always careful that I don't offend with what I say. And ever since we were very young, Robin has done things on purpose. Um, she just says whatever she wants, whether it hurts your feelings or not.
2: So the slutty thing, that those terms that you were using, those are not terms that she used? Or um, that, is that what you think oh, she thinks of you? OK, it might have been another family
4: member, but everybody was sitting there. And it was them against me. And that's how it was portrayed. But then again, she's sitting up here acting like she's all goody two-shoes. I wouldn't be here if we didn't have problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know?
6: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not just me. I I
4: didn't cause all my family's problems. We're not here just because of me.
6: And you know what? I don't even think there's a lot of family problems here beyond some role definition. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to take a look and reframe these experiences from this new perspective, right? Where we learn where each of us is trying to show concern, but it's being misconstrued as criticism or um, as control and then we're going to reconnect. And what reconnection really means, the fourth R of the codes of love, is to get a hold of exactly what my family and my loved ones want from life. To have an intimate relationship because contact isn't connection, Oprah. A lot of us go home at the holidays and we sort of prepare ourselves like we've got a suit of armor on. And we go home and we deal with them because you know mom is gonna criticize our cooking or, or dad's gonna mention our new boyfriend or girlfriend. And we're, we're really defended. And there's no reason for that. And I think a lot of us are even in the same homes together, Oprah, and and are emotionally disengaged, emotionally cut off from each other. So the reconnection we're hunting for isn't just contact like today. It's loving and knowing you're loved and getting a sense of what the strengths and the loyalties are here.
2: Well, Mark had the Campbells start the healing process using the Remember exercise, where they tried to bring back the good feelings and pleasant memories of their childhood that may have been forgotten over the years. Who's the family comic?
6: Do we have My a... My dad? Yeah, dad
4: is, <laughs> definitely. <Yeah. laughs>
6: and who's the drama queen?
4: Robin. Robin is the
6: drama queen, sounds
4: definitely. like it. She even liked drama in school. And, you know, the acting and... you know. Yeah, she's good at it. I we've had, we we've
5: had a lot of good times together. Mom and Dad have always done lots with us. We've gone, you know, camping and traveling. My older sister used to babysit us. Because
4: she was old enough, too, and... You know, we had a lot of good times. So my mom and dad would go out for dinner
5: or something. And us girls would do dishes and out. sing songs as we did dishes. And we'd sing to my dad as he's traveling, you know, when we're traveling yeah, late at night. we keep
4: awake at night. We'd, we'd all, all sit in the back songs. of the car and sing.
5: We used to sing, like, go tell it on the mountain and do it in threes. You know, one would start and then the next I one. Don't, I don't really remember a lot of good times.
4: And I don't know if it's because I choose not to remember. Because I know I had a good life. You know, it wasn't all bad. And I know that my parents did the best job that they could. It's just, I don't remember any good times.
6: But I think the important thing, both for Robin and for me, because this was part of my own personal story, is that when we've been cast into a role, and when we've been in a scapegoat role particularly, or a rebels role, we tend to block out the happy memories. And in writing Codes of Love and doing the work with my own family that led to the book, I had to deal with my issues with my dad, you know? I and mean, everybody has issues with their dad, their mom, their sisters. Because um, all families, first of all in reframing this, all families have tragedy, all families have problems, and all families have strengths. There isn't one all-bad family or all-good family out but, there. And
2: can't it all be resolved, though? Do you think your family loves you? I think they love me because I'm...
4: You know, I get upset and I cry, but I don't feel like they love me.
2: You don't feel like your family
6: loves you? No. One of the ways to get started with that, I asked her what the worst memories were. Because sometimes we have to work through the worst memories to get to the good ones. I'd forgotten playing basketball with my father. I'd forgotten the times we did model airplanes together. There was a lot that you've heard your uh, siblings talking about that is there underneath. You wouldn't be the healthy young woman you are today without an awful lot Mm -hmm. of nurturing and love, and we're going to find that
1: What will you find?
2: Things have gotten so bad between these sisters, Robin isn't even inviting Bobby to her upcoming wedding. Why?
4: Because the only people that I want there are the people that are the most positive, all the family that loves me and that wants something to do with me. And I want it to be the best day of my life. And if somebody isn't 100% there for me and to share that day with me, I don't want them to be there.
6: Mark. I'd like to ask you, though. Robin, does this have to do with that day when, when you heard that your sister hated you, when someone said that your sister hated you? Did that break your heart?
4: Yeah, yeah.
6: OK. That, I think... that
4: was sort of being kids and siblings. We all fight, and we have our
5: moments and stuff. But that was sort of like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. That was the last
4: time. And try. what did
6: you say that for?
5: Um, I was a teenager when I said that. And um, I said that there was times when we were kids that I literally did hate Robin. Robin did everything she could for attention and constantly got into trouble. And in our small school, kids always come and, you know what Robin did now? You know what Robin did now? And it embarrassed me, and I felt like it was a reflection on me, and there were times. But as an adult, I love you dearly. That was when we were kids. And even as an adult, she still does things to hurt me. She's told lies to the family, the extended family, and they get involved.
6: But what I'm interested to know is, can you forgive her for that?
5: I have. I've forgiven her for attacking me on our holiday. I've it's all behind me. I put it behind mm-hmm. me already. I would like an apology, though. That that just shows that she's human.
6: And what do you want, Robin?
5: She says that she only
4: hated me when we were kids, but I don't see why it needed to be brought up on a family vacation. Because believe me, I didn't have an idea. I I didn't. That
5: family vacation, we were all fighting every day and every night. So Mm -hmm. everything was fair game.
2: According to Mark, (coughs) the next important step to take in this family healing process is to reflect on emotionally charged feelings from the past.
6: Complete each of the following sentences. I am angry that.
4: Robin tells lies.
6: I'm angry that.
4: That I always get blamed for everything. (laughs) And I'm not taking it anymore. I am sad.
6: That my
5: sister feels um, outcast. I'm sad that my sisters don't get along for us to be sisters
4: really close.
6: I am sad that
4: I don't have a relationship with my parents and my
5: siblings like I should. I'm sad that we don't do more family gatherings.
4: I am sad that my daughter has to grow up around this kind of stuff.
6: And once more I am sad that what?
4: That they can't see me for the wonderful, loving, positive person that I am.
6: Bobby, who do you blame for how your life turned out? Myself. Nicole, who do you blame for how your life turned out?
4: My parents. I blame God for the childhood that I had,
2: because He's the one that put me there. God, yourself, your parents. According to Mark, reframing is the third step and the most powerful tool to help you fall back in love with your family. This is where you look at your childhood memories from a new adult Perspective.
6: The important thing about the reframing section is, uh, and this reframing exercise is that you can change your past. We can change our past by understanding it in a new way, Oprah. And Robin can understand, oh, that was my role. It wasn't just uh, that, you know, my family hated me, but I was in a rebel's role, and that's part of what was going on. And I was in a hero's role, reacting to my younger sister. And now we can start to separate what happened from ourselves and our self worth. And in that distance, we can find the love that. It will fill that space for us. Seems, okay, okay. What were you saying?
4: It just seems really hard to even imagine us getting along or even talking. I mean, we're on you the You don't Oka see a life show, where that's happening. Even right sitting right here right now, I can't see us going home. And it,
5: it takes teamwork. We have to do it all as a family.
4: <laughs> we... I'm being called a liar on national television. I mean, that hurts. Mm-hmm. That's hard.
2: The last step to making peace with your family is to reconnect. Mark used an exercise with feuding sisters Bobby and Robin called the moment of truth, where they each revealed the incident that caused them the most pain. Why do this?
6: So that we can go back to those emotions that are hidden. We always try to act like they're not there, but they are. Even if they're not on the surface, they're underneath, right? Are you feeling the, the feelings underneath as we speak here?
5: Just a fear, mm-hmm. and The being scared. Scared of? Robin.
6: Mm-hmm. Or that this isn't going to work?
5: No. I have confidence in this if we're all willing to put the effort in.
6: Robin, how about you? What are you afraid of?
5: To show my feelings in front of everybody.
4: I'm fighting it. It's a big time. We both are.
6: What incidents um, with your family have caused you the most pain?
4: My older sister telling me that she always has hated me.
6: When did this happen?
4: about a year and a half ago on a family vacation. How did that feel? It made me feel the worst I've ever felt.
5: It doesn't take long to remember the last nasty thing that she did. She physically attacked me on a holiday. That's shocking. You don't expect your sister to to do that.
6: How did that feel?
4: It's scary. It took
5: my brother and my dad both to get her off me. Robin um, has a way of having a lot unto herself and figures she should be able to say whatever she wants to people, no matter what. And within the first two and a half hours, she had offended each of us in her own way. Mm, OK.
6: Part of reconnection is finding out what the wishes of our friend, our family member is. What she just asked for is a promise that you can make sure she's going to be safe. Can you promise that you'll never physically assault her again or physically touch her? The
4: only reason why I assaulted her was because I felt like she wanted the assault to happen. But that's
6: past. What do we do now? <laughs> that's the other thing. This is I a mean, past. This can you went. promise she now she's safe? <laughs>
4: no, but I, I thought it was the two. I thought she, we were, no. I thought she was going to do it to me. and. You know, decided Mm -hmm. to throw the first hit type of thing. (laughs) Okay, I'm not a
5: physical person. Okay,
4: (laughs) I'm really not.
6: Can you promise her that you won't do that again?
4: I won't do it again.
6: Are you willing to say you're sorry? And you don't have to be if you're really not. No, no,
4: because I feel like I'm sitting here. Mm -hmm. And she hasn't admitted to anything. Everything's me. And I don't know if the audience feels the same way. But I I feel like I'm being blamed for everything, even still, as we're sitting here. Mm -hmm. And everybody's shaking their heads. Which is the role.
6: Mm -hmm. The role? Yeah. So are you willing to own some of that?
5: I would like to know what I've done then.
6: Let's tell her. What is it?
5: What have I done? (laughs) Everything. Okay. We just went through it all. Can I just say this? It's
2: very interesting. When you said on the tape, I think we all felt that, when you said, when your sister said, I've always hated you a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. that's the most hurtful thing you ever said. Now, I'm one of those people who moves from the point of intention. When you said that, now you might have changed your feelings about it now. Mm -hmm. And as you said to your sister earlier, I love you. I didn't really mean that. That was in and this is now. But when you said that, those were words that you said meaning to hurt and cut as deep as you possibly okay, you could. you
5: need to understand where that came from. We were all screaming and fighting. Robin was well worked up when my brother and I got back to the room. And she's saying, Mom said this and you know all that. We're all fighting it out. And she brought that up to me. No, I didn't bring it that up. That Mom had said that. And I said, yes, there were times as a child that I did. Like, it gets twisted.
2: But did well, you say to her a year and a half ago, I've always hated you? No. I said there was times when we were kids that I did hate you.
6: Mm-hmm. Is that true, Robin? In um, recollection?
4: She might have, yeah, she, okay, she might have said there was times but when I have her. hated you. Yes.
6: Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to say I'm sorry for saying that I hated yes, you? Yes,
4: definitely. I don't She knew why now. I was upset. She knew mm-hmm. what the fighting and everything was about, because mm-hmm. she's the one that said, you want to know why I've always hated you? I,
5: no. I didn't say a word. No. Mm-hmm. She brought it up. Because it did come up. And that's so I wanted to say because it came out that way and I said no.
2: But you know, I'm just sitting here listening to this. In the scheme of your whole lives, in the scheme of why you came to the planet, in the scheme of what you have yeah. to do to take care of your daughter and the life you're building with yeah. your your future husband, and does that matter who said what first? Great. I mean, really, in the bigger me, picture of To your me, life. if
4: your sister said yeah. that she hated you,
2: wouldn't that matter? You do not want to talk about my
4: Oh, no.
6: But <laughs> well, they're coming on next week. We're no. going to do the whole... You had to others. deal
2: with my family. Oh, no. Jerry Springer, Jenny Jones, oh. nobody can handle all that. I don't believe. No, no, no. no, no. I don't uh, think so. But uh, go ahead. <laughs> we're talking about you. Go ahead. <laughs>
4: But just the dynamics of the word hate and your sister saying yeah. it in the... In well, that
2: that's why I was saying. Too. You said that's the words hard. because, you know, those words are meant to cut as deep as possible.
5: No, I was verifying what had been already said and I was fixing it. Because I didn't mean it that I hated her as adult. As a child, there were times that I did.
4: And I don't think I needed and to I, know
5: that. Well. I don't think we're going to solve
6: this today. Well, no. <laughs> so. no, that's what we're here well, for real life, right? Oprah. Yeah, real life. <laughs> this is real life. It's not as easy as one, two, three, sometimes. No, though so I think we'll get there.
2: Obviously, these two sisters, they don't even know how much they love each other because they wouldn't be sitting here crying. Both of them. That's right.
6: Exactly. They must love each if other. There wasn't to just come something. all the way to the show and to cry together and yeah. to say to there's be something here there. All. Huge love.
0: Register today at thisisils.org.
1: Price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry! deals this great won't last many of you will relate to this next story brother and sister joy and
2: neil weaver say nothing they ever do is good enough for their mom shirley how many times have people said that no.
7: when we're all together there's so much tension tension
3: mom they had really like expectations that you could never meet and that no matter what you did, it wasn't, it wasn't right, it wasn't good, it, there was no positive reinforcement
6: mm-hmm.
3: for much at all in our family.
6: I've never did it
7: good enough, fast enough, yep. you know, even, even up to today. We've always fell short. They're still trying to control, control us,
6: what we do.
2: Mark took Neil and Joy through the first step, repairing the relationship with their mom. It's called remembering. Remember, the purpose of this exercise is to remember good things about your childhood, if you can. If you can. If you can.
6: What are the three happiest moments of your life?
3: I don't remember anything. I know this can kill my mother, but you know, from a kid standpoint, it was a lot of, of unhappiness, a lot of you know negativity.
6: I really block out the negative in the younger years.
2: All right, so nobody could think of any happy things.
6: No. And sometimes the bad things that we do remember block the happy. They sort of, they're the things that come up, the cooking, the problems that we had at the dinner mm-hmm. table. Those block the other um, mm-hmm. more joyous memories underneath, because they're rude. emotions. we all emotion. had to
2: have some good memories, right?
6: We wouldn't be here. Because we, we couldn't <laughs> survive. Yeah, we wouldn't We wouldn't be yeah. here. No.
2: The next important step to take in the process of family healing is to reflect on painful feelings from the past. Here's what Neil and Joy shared.
6: What are your three worst moments?
2: Dinner time at our house was a terrible time. You will sit down, you will eat
3: that, you will shut up, you will not move until you finish that. I, I turned anorexic, you know, for ten years and, and just just having no control. It was mm. just terrible. Another one was when my mother fixed me up because I didn't want to go to the senior ball and she said I had to go and she fixed me up with a date and went and bought my dress and it was extremely humiliating. For as long as I I can remember there's been pain.
6: What do you want to say, Mark? It must have been hard for Shirley to hear that, and I very much appreciate you being here.
7: I had no, no idea, absolutely none, because I could remember good times. I could remember, mm-hmm. I remember dinner time, was a big deal. It's always been; it still is a big deal. But we always shared what we did during the day when we ate dinner, and I remember one night, Neil couldn't get a word in edgewise and he I'd say he was maybe twelve. And he stood up and he said, It's my turn, I wanna talk. So you see there was talk and there was things and they were sharings. But is maybe that things. that's not your memory? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That that's not our memory. Not our
2: memory. So
3: your that's... memory is. Not you sat there and you ate it and and there was no talking and, and no communication and and um, real controlling, just totally, this is how it was.
6: And let's just, talk about cooking. Who was cooking when you were a girl, young I girl? I
3: cooked a lot. OK.
6: Which was 10, 11, 12? Uh-huh. She was, because Mom was working, Mom right? Worked. Mom and Dad were uh, both yeah, working.
7: Right. And so I cooked. Mm-hmm. I worked yeah. on the weekends. And right. we yeah. have always had a lot of company. And her dad just thought she could cook. And she did. And she's a marvelous cook. Like mm-hmm. I said, she could have 10 people come for dinner, open the cupboard, and make a 10-course meal in 20 minutes. Well, she's and been cooking so, since she was so, 10. She
2: right,
3: exactly.
7: Right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and now let's go back, talking about okay. refram- reframing okay. open. Okay. Shirley, what was the situation for you as a girl in your house?
7: I never did a thing.
6: Never cooked, never anything. Never
7: dusted, never did dishes. And then dishes. when you got married, what
6: happened? I had to do it all. And it How was did like, you feel?
7: whoa. I was overwhelmed. Right.
6: And you made a promise to yourself yeah, not to have I mean, that happen to your daughter.
7: That's right. I mean, I, and I really feel that about all of my children. That it, It's unfair to not be able to do and be able to take care of yourself and know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I just felt, I don't know, I felt I did the right
6: thing. What are the strengths of your family?
3: We're, we're there for each other in a when, crisis when, yeah. when, when, it's...
6: when it's needed.
3: They did instill a good work ethic, you know, work is a good thing.
7: And the will to
6: to provide for yourself. You don't have to depend on other people. Can you accept your mother for who she is? I wish I could. I know. Yes.
7: I I wish I could because then it would make things easier to
3: (laughs) to work through. Mm -hmm. It's always we're never on her side and we're always against her. We're always picking on her. We're always
6: dumping on her.
3: That's her famous
7: words. We're always dumping on her. Do you feel that? No. No, I don't think they do. Do you think- I want to be part of their life. I want to share. Do you think you're controlling? No, but I must be, because other people tell me that too, so <laughs> I guess I am. Uh, that's that's a good indicator. Part. You know, I don't that's see it indicator. that way. And that's why I'm here. I never met a controller who felt
6: that they were. No. That's help true. me, you know. Just, yeah.
7: Help me not be.
6: Right. Okay. And that's help, part of what we're gonna do.
2: Help Absolutely. her not be controlling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. How do you see that she tries to control your life?
3: Oh, and and everything from the way you cut your hair to the clothes you wear to how my son looks or acts. Oh, tell the prom dress story. The tell prom the prom story. story. The prom the prom story. story. Uh, so, I wasn't going to go to the senior prom, and you said yes, I was. And she went and got a dress and found a date and made the tickets, got the tickets, and I went to my senior prom, and it was not a fun time. It was. It was. It was terrible.
6: This is a perfect opportunity to reframe something here for them. Shirley, will you tell about your prom as a high school girl?
7: It wasn't a prom. It was a school dance. And I, my parents didn't have much money. And we didn't have very many things. But I wanted a new dress. And your mom and had
6: three dresses her whole life. My
7: and mother, have, she had three good dresses. When I was growing up, I can remember that's all she had. She wore house dresses around the house. but three good dresses. So I went downtown with a friend and went to a department store, and of course I found this marvelous dress. To go to your school dance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably, I think it was 1995. Now it would probably be $80. And I went to the telephone booth and I called my mother and I said, Oh, Mom, I found the most marvelous dress. She said, "Surely." I have a charge account. Where are you? I don't name the store. She said, "Surely I have an account there. You can charge it." So I went up. I charged that dress. I took it home, and I went day. to the dance, and I was the belle of the ball, and I had a great time. So you know, everything for me was always happy.
6: Can you see how that yeah. might be influencing yeah. why it was so important for, for you for me to go to go? Because it had been one of the happiest memories yeah. of her life. Yeah. So understanding that now, we can see that it wasn't as much control as concern.
4: Yeah, that's it true. It was.
6: I want you to have a good time. This is the happiest time of my life. Yeah. It was a mistake, a, a misunderstanding, a perfect code.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: going
6: on there.
2: Yeah, you're right. It is. It's totally does it, different
3: Doesn't it now? change your, it does. the way you feel about
6: that now that prom yeah, experience? It does. That's exactly what we're trying to do here.
2: Yeah, it does. Last and final step is reconnecting with your family. Mark asked Neil, Joy and Shirley, what it would take for them to get along.
6: Do you blame yourself for the distance between you and your children? Of course. I have to assume some responsibility in that.
7: See, my kids think that I that I always have to be right. Joy especially. And I don't I don't know how to make, make it any different. I don't know how to change that.
6: Are you able to express your needs within your family as well?
7: My mother? Mm-hmm. No.
3: Because she doesn't get it. She, she, <laughs> she doesn't get it. I, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I don't have the tools or I'm not there or I can't make her get it.
6: What would you most want to happen?
3: Acceptance would be nice. Just to accept who I am.
6: What would you want most from them? I say most. Maybe I think
7: what understanding, um, openness, that they could accept me for who I am.
6: That they could see you as the person, surely, not just mom.
7: Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and like what they see. I want them to be proud of me. I want to, you know. In your book, you said how one of the questions, how do you feel when you walk down the street with your mother and your siblings? And, and I guess that really rang a bell because I have a feeling that they'd like me to walk 10 paces behind them. Ooh.
6: That's the hard right there, because you love your mom. I don't I'd,
3: I'd like I you to don't be say right that, there.
2: With <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say. What were you saying?
3: I, I would like her to be right there with
2: me. With us, how we are, and be
3: proud of us, like we are of her, that, that she would accept us and walk with us. And not be embarrassed of us, and not, try to change you know, it. try to change us, and 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 just accept us, you know, it's yeah, just for who we are, yeah, and how and how we are running our own life, um, if it may be good or bad, and let us make our mistakes, but still be there and support us when we make them,
7: yeah. But when haven't I supported? Can you tell me any time that I haven't?
6: Oh my You've you've always been there, yes. Like trying to fix you? Is that what you're fixing? Yeah, uh, it's.
2: They feel like they're not good enough. I know.
7: I know. And I not just
2: being who they are, right? Because they feel like everything you do and say to them this makes is them critical. feel like, yeah, it makes them feel like you want them to be or do differently than do they better. are. Yeah. Do better. To do better. To do better. Do better.
6: Yeah.
2: Which is a, it's a. If you look at it, it's good, but you really have
3: to dig down deep.
2: Every human being, you what you're saying is no different than everybody. Everybody. My mom still wants me to go to med
7: school. Is looking to be valued
2: (laughs) in their life. You know? Everybody is Mm -hmm. just looking to say, why can't you love me for who and for for who I am? Isn't that what everybody is looking for that? It's
6: exactly what we're doing here. Okay. Because I think it's a really loving act to be here. You wouldn't be in tears everybody if you didn't love each other. And we're gonna keep working. It's like always. (laughs)
1: The show, to <laughs> the show that never ends.
6: The show that never
2: ends. Thank you all so much. Thank you all for your stories. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, The Podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, The Podcast. And I thank
0: you for listening.
1: What will you find?